Okay, so these doll things have been scratching at the door pretty much all night. And it's just annoying than anything else. That's it. I'm getting my gun. I'm going to get my I'd gun. Rather, but you have to leave the room to get your gun. Can't they just talk to us? I mean, I feel like... Joke's on you. I keep one under my chair. I keep a Glock under my chair. And I always keep it fully loaded with the safety off. Well, um, thanks for telling us now. Can we just let them in? I mean, what's the problem here? It's also, it's also DNA enabled, so my fingerprint only activates so the gun. So I just cut off your fingers? Or your dick? Over my dead body. Or your dick. Of course. Could your dick work? You want to try it? Yeah. Okay, let's try it. Let's right. cock that cock. Zip. Um, oh wow, you you really are. It's DNA. And it's it's cock print. I haven't even pulled my pants. I down. feel like we could just let them in. They're waving at us. I mean, you look really. You good. don't need to pull your pants down to pull your cock out. You did unzip. All right, zip, kathunk. Oh wow, jeez, that is smaller than I thought, but still pretty big. That's if what happened. You have to narrate your own penis. That's a bad thing. And describe. It was an amount of up here. Say that again. Amount of up here. Is that Latin? Is there like a boss fight coming? I think, it's, I think it's I think it's Latin, isn't it? I don't know, but that was a phenomenon of a Wasn't Jennifer Connelly in that movie? That's Requiem for a Dream. I feel like no. we should just let him in. And nine. I don't know why you're so against them. I'm like freak me out, man. You don't see why? those you don't see those every day. We just spent a month a month, an entire month watching Bionicle. This is basically a better version of Bionic. And now you're worried. This is one of the most pink sweater movies we've ever pink sweatered. Fine. I'll put the gun back under my chair Thank and then hide it later. Oh, God. I feel like a gun. But now you all know it's there. Yeah, thanks. For telling us now. Dude, they're like six inches tall. We can just step on them. Hey, they they've taken down monsters that are bigger than you and I. Could you please stop talking about your cock? That's gross. I didn't say they had one eye. What? One horn. Nor did I. Nor did I. Flying purple. Nor did I say their no, name. No, no. Nor did I say their name was Willie. What? I'm Willie. The of what? I'm Willie. Okay, I'm gonna shoot them. God, kill him. He's annoying. I don't like the Goonies either. I think it's a loud and annoying movie. Anyway, I never all understood right. the hype of that movie. I understand. I never good. I never. If they were all on the same page, and didn't scream and yell so much in that movie, it'd be a better movie. Even as a child, I didn't really find it entertaining. But you love pirates. I know. They're not entertaining. They're just sitting around and yelling all the time. It's not great. And then when it got to the pirates, they're just. It's an old lady. Yes, but she's scary. She's more just a dick. Yeah, but she mistreats her like her children but at the same time she's willing to kill kids with her with her horrendous looking monstrous son she definitely shook that baby and did way more with that motherfucker than shaking. she was really sick of it by that time i mean wouldn't you birth control maybe if if you don't want kids don't make them no what she wanted was for to have people she could Push around. Like power? Yeah. What a weirdo. Not a real person. Are you going to let them in or is going to let them stand there listening to you talk about birth control? Anyway. You want me to? Guys, it's the nine episode.
Nine. Nine. Stop saying no. Nine. Anyway. We don't have to record. We're talking about the movie Nine from 2009 that came out on 9909. <clears throat> about the nine characters that are nine feet tall. I feel like we shouldn't be doing this. Are episode. they nine feet? Nine inches. Are they nine inches? They are nine inches. I feel like this road is is like... He says it in the behind the scenes. I feel like every 300 feet on this road, there's a stop sign. And we should obey that. On this road? Yeah. And we have to stop for what? Because the word no is plastered all over this. Nine. We said we're saying nine. Uh, nine. It's nine. As in... So no? Some languages in Germany, for example, they use the word nine for no, but we're in America. We're, you know, we're speaking English. We, we speak American, and that shit means a number here. Nine. We speak English. Not American. American, not a language. Nine. No, I'm just... I'm going to pull my gun out. A big fan of some places' ideas. You should tell them to go. They don't want to be around you. Nine! And they also don't want to see this. I swear, this room is a hub for weird shit. Now it makes the cocking noise? Your penis better be off that gun in one, two... <laughs> ah, you shot me with your cock-printed gun. I am That's right. I can come faster than the speeding bullet. Dying like the... Prison is a judgment. Real quick, are you a Nazi? I can't understand you. Are you Hans Gruber's brother? That is disgusting. That's all flat. You shot him! I did. Who's gonna clean that up? It's not me. No, I got them do it. Let the little people do it? Yeah. Are they capable of that? They, 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 they seem to be capable of much. We represent the dead body cleanup. The dead body cleanup. The dead body oh, cleanup. Oh, you're cleaners? We represent oh, you're the dead body cleanup. No, we're just four guys who like to sing, but we also clean dead bodies. Actually, They're not even related to the movie. No, he likes to sing. We like to clean. Now, 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 you guys also have good voices. You should join in from time to time. I'm good. I'd rather do my job. Oh, you could beatbox pretty good, though. I'm good. I'd rather do my <laughs> job and clean. Come on. What is it about the cleaning up the dead bodies that doesn't make you want to sing jolly all day? They're dead. And their bodies. And I didn't choose this. Oh my god, that guy's got an enormous cock! Well, the third Everything guy, is enormous. Well, to us, yes, but that is a pretty good cock. I mean, size-wise, that's pretty big. Even for a normal person. This is Chris Rose guy. Pretty big cock. Big cock. Big cock guy. Okay. Anyway, we're going to clean up this dead body over here. Yeah, sing along right. Everybody we here. represent the dead body. Uh, Join in the dead body. Up. You too, dead body. You're off key. What have we ever sang <laughs> with you? What have we ever sang with you? I, I just feel like if I keep doing it, what was that? I threw this fucking... that a ghost? Box. No, it was a model. a ghost in here? Ghost, talk to me! I'm you sick of it. You egotistical piece of shit. Ghost, touch me! What? What? Huh? Do you have any Clorox? We gotta clean this up. Okay, that's right. But I'm gonna use my Clorox cleaning sock. We represent oh my the dead God. body cleanup, the dead body cleanup, Buddy, just the give dead it up. body cleanup. I can't give it up. Dreams don't die. You gotta keep dreaming. Well, this guy is, and we need to clean him up. His dreams are over, yes. Clean him up and stop singing. Clean him up. You cannot multitask. When you, you sing, you set the sponge down. The sponge back down. Yeah, you're doing it. I dig it. Yeah. Can you'll, we... you'll get some of the credit. I need to wear headphones like these other guys. Oh, no, please don't. That just means you'll really ignore me. Yeah.
There's a reason they're but not it talking right now. It also means that you might sing the songs that you're singing. And Can't hear you. Technically, you'll be singing a lot of my songs. Can't hear you. We represent the dead body cleaner, the dead body cleaner, the dead body cleaner. We represent I have a gun. Should we? You need to stop brandishing a weapon, Chris. These are just people who come in here. They didn't even clean it up. We've already murdered a man. Peter, give me the magazine. I, for the I gun? Know. Why didn't you have it? No. No, not for the, the gun. The mad one? <laughs> I don't think I have one. You could say I'm reloading. For what? Oh, jacking off. Got it. He's, he's I gotta get ready for Sorry the next shot. Jacking off. I just... I, I don't know. Oh! Man. What a big dick. And right through the ceiling. Can we do the creepy one again? <laughs> I hit a high note there. They're pretty high note there. Sorry. Uh, I guess I need to oil my throat a little bit. Uh, um, Jesus. What the hell was that? You well, uh, ruined my bit, you son of a bitch. I'm sorry. I'm, drink. I'm sort of part robot. Are you that a, explains a lot, actually. Are you a biot? A biot? Fuck no. I'm not a bionicle. Listen user. to the other episode for context. I am. They're driving away with your car again. Damn it! Fuck! The jo stop joking around. They stole my car again. Son of a bitch. Yeah, the little guy. What do I have to do with no, this? Little... Stop joking around. No, that little... How did that trigger stop your car it. being stolen? Stop it. The little guys stole your car. I'm not even joking right stop now. Stop it. You want me to stop talking? Those little guys, they stole my fucking car. All yeah. Right? It took all nine of them to get back into that car and drive off. There was nine of them here? Jesus, they were tiny. I didn't know there was nine. That one guy was fucking annoying. He was a good. He had a good voice. Come on, man. He's no, really he didn't no. even do the job. He Everyone sounded else... sexy to me. Oh my god, Alex, it wouldn't work. Still no, I think it's the, I think the proper size for him. <laughs> I think there's like. A... <laughs> I don't know what that siren means, but it won't stop. It's disconcerting. It sounds like a street sweeper or some shit. <laughs> Probably. No, I don't know if the mic's gonna pick it up. No, it's not. But it's the equivalent of like a, a snowblower, yeah, or not. I'm sorry, a leaf blower. Dog-sized mosquito. Flat. Street sweeper. Um. Anyway. Hey. No, it's the creepy one. Come on. What? What's the creepy one? What's the creepy one? We did the creepy one last time? It was so good. What was the creepy you, one? You you do normal. Okay. Do it. Do it again. Do what, normal. What normal? Hey. That's the siren. Oh boy. <laughs> Woo. I'm out of breath for that one. I, I, I forgot that we were supposed to do that because it's a new episode. Yep. We're, this is going to take some getting used to. Surely. Dude, I'm adapted. I'm good. You guys are just dumb. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> yeah. No, you just, it just slipped out. Oh. You, you had that loaded in the chamber. That's why I slipped out. You all about guns today. Yeah. Um, yeah, we... Ever since my neighbor pulled out his fucking gun and shot in the dark like no, a psychopath. It's also that and the new uh, Call of Duty campaign released. It sucks. 
Nice video games will rat your brain. Chad. My uh, my uh, my life is surrounded by tragedy right now. So. Oh my god. Creative tragedy. Okay, thank you. Because yeah, because you don't wear a fucking helmet. I thought if you were actually talking about real tragedy, it would have freaked me out for a second. If yeah. you take this long to mention actual tragedy in your life. No. Like I was, then, then I'd be laughing. More. But dr- like tragedy. No, no, the only tragedy is the lack of rainfalls it takes for you to wear a helmet. Yeah, my brain is one smooth puddle. Yep. Sphere. Kevin puddle? That shit or The rest is just mucus. Is it Kevin mucus? mucus? I think it, I thought it was like brain juice. No, it's mucus, right? I think brain I thought, fluid. I thought, I thought it was like, I thought it was, I thought, um, I thought Isn't it, it spinal fluid? fluid? <laughs> what is it? No, I don't know. I can't Google it, Peter! Well, come on, now it's gonna eat away at you. You want us to go back? No. It's a second episode, I can say it. Shut up. Night. Um, it's one, it's one o'clock. Technically, it's two. It was, it's probably one thirty now, but... Uh, <laughs> nope, still one. Okay. Um, anyway, so um, we watched nine. We watched nine, as deemed by the Curiosity Peter's Wheel. Peter's choice. Word. Peter's choice, Word. as always. Um, this is I, but he didn't land the wheel that last time I did. I got Mean Streets on there. You did. You got Mean Streets on there. But what are we reviewing? We're reviewing. We're replacing the ones that he got that he'll no longer get anymore because I'll be getting them. We need to the wheels just love you. Guys, I don't have to. I don't have no, to. No, shut the fuck up, you're spitting. Tonight. He's rapping? He's are you rapping? have myself a good time. Oh, I thought it was going to be a rap album. What's that? That's the hook. You got to let him get the hook first. In the world. Yeah. Patrolling the house. Harry, Harry, or is it homunculus? Bad boy records. Puff Daddy didn't kill him. Puff Daddy didn't kill nobody. What? What? We thought we. I thought you were releasing a rap album because you're spitting bars. Oh. No, I was just cleaning it. Oh. What was that? What was that song that that little guy sang? I don't know. I tuned him out. He's Something about cleaning. It was cleaning, cleaning, but he didn't clean. He was the one dancing a little jig, he singing was, while his the rest of his team was cleaning up. He represented some dead body cleanup crew. I think he's the brother of someone. He just they have that to dead body's in your car now. It, well, well, his car is not even nine, his anymore. If they can fit nine little people in a dead body in my car, you know. What do you drive a Fiat? What do you know? It's a Lexus, isn't it? It is a Lexus. Are you like driving one of those little two seaters? It is not a Lexus two seater. It's a four door. It's a four door with a big, big black license truck. plate number. But it's filled with a bunch of garbage, man. I had a bunch of garbage in there. How could they fit a bunch of people and I had to put a garbage in there? I had a bunch of garbage in there. They went to a recycling plant, recycled They did not accept it. I tried to give it to them, they said no. Wow. Um, okay, now I used to a true story. Um, <laughs> nine, or as I like to call it, Bionicle Part 5. Um, I agree. The best version of Bionicle. Made the same year as the last Gothic movie. horror. <clears throat> it's Which, the, in a way, it could be Bionicle. It's the closest to the third movie, vibe-wise. Pretty much. 
Made of uh, yarn or whatever it is they stitch. Uh, well, it's a bunch of little people with. made by a giant person. It's a normal size. And person. then together, well, to them, yes. yeah. Like Chris's penis is normal to us, but to them yeah, it was huge. It's big to me. Again, relatively. Yeah. Big. Because you have is. further away to look. You have a further. Yeah, I'm. I'm a one-dimensional being, so I don't even understand perspective or depth of field. No, I just mean you're really tall. Oh. I'm not an alien. Anyway. Uh, <coughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> fucking Christ! What? I know how to swallow correctly. Oh, God! <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck, bro? What, a normal... I saw your Adam's apple go up and then back down. It's how you go. <laughs> no, is it? Have you not seen Scooby-Doo? That's a car fucking tune. A car fucking tune. <laughs> Again, I am a one-dimensional being. My only reference could now, be to second dimension. Now, dimension. Now, now you know what it feels like when you randomly gurgle on your phlegm every now and again. <laughs> now you know how we feel. Yeah, but it's not supposed to be funny and he did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah that was supposed to be funny. I will. Yeah. I can do it. That's crazy. Don't do it again. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was rubbing. See your neck. No. <laughs> Peter play the Rose. Play the movie. No. You do that when something scary is about to happen. Press it did, play. man. You just press play. It did. I almost revealed my secret. Anyway, all right, so all nine. Right. So not a movie that we've all we've all seen in some regard, but it came yes. out. Correct. Yes. How old yeah. were you, Peter? Uh, ten. Ten. How old were you, Chris? I you were, um, you were twelve. You probably yeah. Wait, you. You're, yeah, 12. You're two and a half years older than me. Ah, uh, okay. And I, I won't say because a lady Quick doesn't... Uh, well, actually, a, a lady doesn't say her age. A lady never tells. Yes. How uh, many cans I have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just found out that cans... That cans were uh, slang for tits. You <laughs> <laughs> just found that out. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? How did all of those moments just melt <laughs> All three of those things off air. And no one will know. We had three, no, two, two fucking conversations about cans separately from each other that you guys didn't know about. What the fuck? And one joke blended How both did of those. I not know that tits were called cans. Because it's not logical. <laughs> Some virgin came up with that. Some ten-year-old kid came up with that. Like sandbags. What the fuck are you talking Dude, about? People have been calling them cans for years. Why? I don't know. Who look came up? up with that? I look it up. Chris, look it up. No. <laughs> Why? My phone is being used to record. Dude, man. Oh, no. Failed to load media. Chris, oh, you gave me no. a wonky site. No, I didn't. It like works. The film stopped, guys. We'll try again. So it works. Is, we're going to have to re- We're gonna have to watch the short. You are uh, You are telling me that you sure. never knew. You never heard Restarting. that before. No. no. Why are you looking at me? I thought you were acting like that's you've never heard that. No, I have. He hasn't. It's a normal thing, dude. Why don't you know? Wait a second. You've never heard that? Yeah, him. He doesn't know. We're talking about Chris. 
You have never heard that. Maybe once, cans. but I think it's dumb. Dude, check out her cans, man. She got some doesn't cans. make any sense. It doesn't, matter, it doesn't matter if it makes sense. Sometimes think of cans, but like sometimes they're not the, sticking out. They're like the male race confuses me, dude. And there are some things where I just don't understand. I understand. Who it. came up with what does cans have to do with anything? I love how uh, how unappealing sexualizing women is to you, just in general. Just as an idea. Fuck it, I go look it, it up. Now you you're gonna, now you're bothering me. You find it unattractive. I do. To sexualize women in any way. I find that very funny. Well, to refer to them as Kansas is weird. I don't get it. Like, what? Like I don't know the answer. Was it an inside joke? I don't it know. Lasted. But I've seen that. I've seen that as early as like the 1940s, man. Cans. They're not in the shape of cans. Were bras shaped that way? No, bras were pointy at one point. At one point? I don't get it. You can't even fit a boob in a can. This is going really well with my Google search history. Um, when did okay, we're they two and a half minutes in, start calling boobs? Can. Just say can origin urban dictionary. No, I, I need origin. Um, somebody on Reddit asked this. No stupid questions. Um. <laughs> So, somebody, <laughs> perhaps it's just very loosely related to cans as they're both containers for food slash liquid. <laughs> Only, they did, they did have milking cans at one point. Only a Reddit. She got a nice set of cans, say. I, I understand it's a slang term for boobs, mm -hmm. but I don't get it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what to tell you. I know. I don't know what to tell you. Why do they call a butt a badonkadonk? What does that mean? I don't know. I like it. Butts? I like I like calling a butt a badonkadonk from time to time. Sometimes I'm not getting any. Sometimes the abstract it. explains reality. Not in this no, case. no. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Cans. No, I. It's not giving me an answer on that. So I right. my cans. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I my cans. But it like that. It is a thing. And well, this is I a great way to start talking about nine. I mean, there's some cans around there in the yeah, background. Sometimes. Uh, so okay, so we've all seen this. You oh, were, Peter you were ten, you were twelve and a half. I don't say my age, and <laughs> uh, I was. Because we don't see it here. Twenty three. Nice. That was. I guess I was twenty two and a half. Okay. No, I was twenty. Because we're precisely ten years older. No, you're you born 20? in October. I'm born yeah. in March. Okay, so, all right, yeah. Yeah, so about six months away. But ten and a half. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, uh, I guess we start with the director. Maybe, yeah, who is Shane Acker? Acker. Shane Acker. Um, Why does he act so much? So he was born in Illinois. Uh, he's Illinois. <coughs> Illinois. Is, is Illinois. Is, is, I had a friend from, yeah, I, yeah, I know a guy. Nice in there. No. I know a guy from Illinois who says, it's like, silent. Illinois. Why is there an S? It's silent. Just like the can and boob? 
It's too no, annoying. You say can when you talk about boobs. Peter, I can, but I won't. I know you choose not to. <laughs> Peter, it's to Illinois you. Um, it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, he was born in uh, Illinois. Um, he, like um, Wes Anderson, wanted to be an architect, but eventually got into illustration and wanted to draw and stuff. He um, went to college for film. Um, he worked on three projects: the two shorts that I showed you guys, the um, no pants, hangnail, and um, the grenade, the uh, amazing grenade. <clears throat> And then he made nine, the short nine, uh, at school. And, um, Lowercase nine. That was in 2004. It took him four years to make. He was nominated for an Oscar for it. He lost. Um, but it caught the attention of Tim Burton and Tim Buckmanadoff. The guy made Wanted. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and Ben-Hur. And is making a shit ton of money these days making computer... Found footage horror movies just killing it. Really, that's him. Oh, that is him, isn't it? Fucking murdering it. Um, uh, and they love his work. They love this. They love the look of everything. Now, the short is basically nine wakes up. He uh, it's there's no dialogue at all. Well, actually, Mm -hmm. the film starts with nine putting black goo protodermis into one of the rag dolls, and then it fades to black. And then he, it opens with him waking up again. He finds two, but he's called five in this. And two, uh, they take a bulb out of a lamp together. And then the machine comes, takes two away, and immediately murders. And it shows that it's been wearing these uh, fabric and numbers of all the individuals it's killed. And then takes their souls itself. Uh it ends with Nine using the doll with the protodermis to actually... It's a, it's a sticky adhesive. He gets the machine stuck in it, and then he murders it. And that's the short. There's no real like big thematics about what humanity did or anything. It's just dolls surviving against robots. It really is like a bionicle thing. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the movie is kind of that story in the sense that it's a one doll trying to stop this robot from murdering itself and all its friends. It even has at the very end all the souls come out of a circle graveyard, just like in this movie. Wild. Yeah. So they really kept with the imagery. The The imagery is spot on. Like they just just use it as bullet points, basically. It's an extended, Mm -hmm. like there's really no difference in terms of the imagery. That's cool, man. Except for the fact that the big monster just looks different. It looks more like this guy. The first bro- uh, monster you see, okay. and that he's the one that's been taking the skins and sucking the souls. Um, <laughs> so he gets a good cast together. John, Jennifer Connelly, Elijah Wood is probably the first person on. Elijah Wood loves shit like this. Dude, he's all about it, man. Dude, his Twitter is just all about finding the creepiest pictures in the world and just liking that. And just see, I love shit. Love it, dude. Elijah Wood loves horror movies, and this really speaks to that creepiness in it. I for sure. That's um, why he played for it. So there is a lot of behind-the-scenes footage uh, of this, and it's just standard. It's standard stuff. He had a, they had an entire office. Um, I, okay, so Acker himself worked, cut his teeth the most working on the Lord of the Rings movies. He worked with Weta, so technically he had already worked with a lot of wood in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then went on to do this with his own 
money per, with the produce with the production help of Burton and uh, Timu, but it took it took about four years to do. You can see the footage of them working on it. It's a really interesting behind the scenes video on YouTube that really explains what each section of an animated film does. Like this is the editor, he edits throughout the entire process. This is layout. This is what cinematography does. This is whatever. Like he show he shows every single one of them. And he really highlights the people working and what he... He's just the overseer of all of this. Mm. Outside of the fact that he has really narrow sideburns and kind of like... I feel like the guy <laughs> loves Ska. Like, he's got to love Ska. Like, 90s research in Ska seems like he's probably his bag. But outside of that, he's just a, a really nice guy who worked on a lot of storyboard. A lot of storyboard jobs. And that's what I think that, that works about this movie. He's so visually specific it of the world of its vibe of its look of everything i even think the action scenes in this movie play out perfectly well i just think at like it's not necessarily that it understands the language of cinema so much as it understands the language of imagery really really well the power of imagery um and like i don't there's no like amazing stories about what it took to do this or what it took to do that. it just took five years to make a really interesting movie he wanted to make an adult movie he wanted it to be dark he wanted to have dark themes scary stuff it wasn't necessarily for kids but he wanted stuff for adults so the movie comes out and it comes out in 2009 i i should have put out a list but the animated <clears throat> movies that came out in 2009 are fucking nuts it oh might yeah be, it might be bro. the best year for animated movies in the 21st century. It was it was Murderer's Row, 2009. Coraline alone. Yeah, man. Ate all the, uh, all the space that this movie was trying to take. Mm. But we're talking Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yep. Mm. We're talking a lot Bionicle of... Bionicle 4. Bionicle... Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of great stuff came out this year. This movie barely had a chance in terms of getting necessarily awards love for that trying to get the best Oscar <laughs> in the it. same regard as the other one. But, uh, oh, so you're looking at see what else came out that yeah. year? Yeah. Um, I, it's a murder show. There's actually a YouTube video that talks about it, and they don't even mention nine. I looked up nine analysis, and it comes up, and they don't even mention the movie nine. That's All right. That's the year it was. Jesus Christ. You have Frog and the Princess, I know that. Monsters vs. Aliens. Eh. That was a big one, though. It it was a big one, but it, like critically, not that great. Planet Fifty One. Jesus Christ. Um, um so Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Phil, Phil Lord of that movie's good. Jim oh. Carrey's A Christmas Carol. Jesus Christ. All of this shit. G Force. Okay, I think Astro Boy. Okay, I say John of the, the Dinosaurs. Garbage. Why are you looking at the garbage? Because <laughs> that's but what it gave me. That's what it gave me. These I have seen because I've they seen all two. they all came out one fucking year. Damn. Anyway, it was a crazy year for animation. So much content. And this is really this really didn't have room to shine in terms of the best of the best. But it came out. It did all right. And uh, let me ask you guys a quick question before. Uh, we go. Up one. It was actually uh, up one for animation. Alvin and the Chipmunks. It won for score. Up one. It was nominated. Down. It was nominated for best picture. Ava two point if you want to count that, which I'm not. Okay. Um, Princess and the Frog. The Princess and the Frog was a big one. Chris, when you were watching it this time, mm -hmm. and it came to the end of that movie, Peter, 
Do you guys feel like that Alex. ending was ambiguous, or did it feel like it ended? It had an ending to it. I thought it had an ending to it. So did I. I mean, I've watched this thing for over a decade, and I've always thought that it felt like a good, good ender. So the director feels like it ended ambiguously. Some people feel like it ends ambiguously. The green dots in the rain. I mean, yeah, I felt like that was life starting. I thought that was just toxic rain. Uh-huh. So, do any of you guys know Those about boogers. the media? <laughs> God, do any of you guys know about the marketing that came with this movie? No, not at all. No. I was not sentient. To all I know is that the trailer you showed us in that COVID in Cambria did not fit at all. In my opinion. So, speaking of the social network, there is a profile on Facebook called Nine Scientists. And it was laid out and created months before this movie came out. And it's the scientists who created all of the all of the ragdolls. Yeah, and he explains the entire prologue of this movie and everything that came before it, including why he made them, when he released them, the personalities of each and every one of them, the designs of the robots, everything leading up to the day it was released. No one has heard anything since until 2017 when he came out with a new thing that said, I'm looking for nine. No one's heard anything since. Holy shit. But that old man was... That was six years ago. But that old man was a husk. So either his soul came... Or it was one. He explains it. His soul is going away with each and every one. Right, each so and every one of them is a piece back? of him. It's so not coming back. He's just sitting there doing it over time. He can't do it all at once because he doesn't... I, I don't know why he's releasing them into the world and not like training them to do his own thing, but he is, as each and every one is made, he is releasing it out. And then he, with each and every one that he makes, it just takes more and more away from us. So Nine is the only one that never met him physically, in person. Yes. But even then... When so how did they not know the secret? Well, when they're first made, they're just like, oh, there's an old man there. What's this old man doing here? And he just lets them go. He doesn't really talk to them or explain anything. He's just like... Well, That's a valid point. He spends enough time with them to understand what their personality is, and then he lets them go. But he doesn't tell them that he made them. They're just, they wake up like Nine does. They just wake up somewhere, and he's like... Oh, wow. Like, I guess that's the first thing you see. You're not really going to question it. You're more just like, what? Well, the, like the first one, number one, he's like, when I made number one, I tried to help him and do things, and he was just too stubborn. No matter what I did, number one was just way too stubborn. Well, everyone's a pretty stubborn motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He explains it every single one of them. He explains how the robot works. And you brought up that theory. <clears throat> well, okay, I'll, we'll talk about other stuff later, but basically the entire history of how the war got started, mm-hmm. the chancellor, why he made the robot, its response where he fucked up with it, why he's trying to change it, the alchemy, where he found the symbols. What all of this? All of this is on Facebook. Jesus fucking Christ. All of this is on Facebook. That's amazing. If you want to know the history, that's the biggest thing about it. And the fact that's that, the animatrix right there. Yeah, and for, then for like... Free. Um, and then... Wow. It's like Southland Tales in the sense that all the history is before, but all the background's there. And then I would say... The 2017 thing is pretty mysterious. There's been no further uh, sequel of this. So, and this and this Facebook page is owned by or like a produ- it's produced by. I don't know who created it, but it was a it was a official. It's not a fan mar- It's an official and marketing campaign. So it it's, it's legit. 
it came to it connects to a website that doesn't exist anymore that explained more things that we can't see because the site's gone. But, but some, it, was a, it was an official marketing. Someone thing. cared enough to go back into that account and just say, "I'm looking." Well, for by that. 2009, Facebook was huge. Yeah. No, but in 2017, they just decided to come back one last time. Or... Who knows if more is coming back? That's the thing. Okay, so Sean, uh, Shane Acker, after that, tried to make another movie. He got very, very far in the production <clears throat> of it. There's stills of it. There's like storyboards you can see. Uh, um, no animation. He never finished it. No, no but the, it's an animated movie. I mean, it would have been animated, okay. yes, and it, it fell under. He then tried Damn. to work on a short called Plus Minus with another gentleman. There's a half an hour podcast about them talking about it on YouTube, but then it never came out and they never finished it. He officially made a feature short that came out in 2001 called Caruso. You can see a trailer for it, but you can't see Caruso yet. So if there has been no real thing that he has made since nine. And he doesn't do a lot of interviews. He doesn't talk a lot. He's taught at schools. He has a company where he's worked with certain things. He um, was working with a really good company who was making plus minus. But no, nothing else has come out. He doesn't do interviews, doesn't talk. He's disappeared in terms of talking about this thing. Wow. I have not Is he running the Facebook niche. page? I don't know. What a mystery. I don't know. Uh, 2017? 2017. So that is the history of Nine. You don't want to get a hold of him like you got a hold of the guy who directed Are We There Yet? Uh, Brian Levant. That, that was uh, five years ago. <laughs> he, so... Yeah, not that interview. But I don't know who you do it, but yeah. the interviews that he took, like he just seemed like a normal guy who'd worked in the business a while. He talked about, you know, I they'd ask like, how was it directing the movie more than once? And he'd be like, yeah, you know, you direct the animators in every single department, you direct the actors in another department, and he was never like, oh, this was hard or this was a challenge. He was more like, yeah, it was difficult and it was hard work and we took a long time to do it. And I really hope you guys enjoy it. Professional. Just, yeah, he just seemed like a really nice guy, but like. If he's doing something or not following through in the background, that seems to be what people are blaming for him. But, like, hmm. uh, making movies so is hard, and making your second movie can sometimes be even harder, particularly if it's animated, and particularly if you're trying to make adult animated movies, which are just now starting to become a thing. So maybe in the next 10 years he'll get something made of this quality, but I, I this is probably the best thing he's ever going to... And you got to think about this again, guys. He went to school. He made a thesis thing. It got Oscar nominated. He got Elijah Wood and Tim Burton, all these people to be in his movie. It's not bad. And then that's it. That's all you get. You got your one shot. There you go. Like, I, I, I think there, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some part of him that's like, that's great. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's some part of him that's like, this business ate me alive. I have no idea. He doesn't talk about it. Um, the reviews on this, a lot of people were like, ah, oh, the story's a little weak. The dialogue's a little weak. As I watch it now, I don't think, I, it's not as visually captivating as something like an Inferno, where like the nonsensical nature of it doesn't matter. It's just, just a beautiful thing to stare at. I think this is beautiful, but I think the imagery is trying to tell you something. And I don't feel I don't feel like it's necessarily just a moving quiet picture. I do feel like it's a little bit more reserved, except when there's action scenes. I, I don't know I don't know why I don't feel like the cameras it doesn't need to move, but it's not moving that much. It's actually pretty yeah. it's pretty still most of the time. So I feel like it's very painterly. 
and it's very storyboardish, and its, it's mm -hmm. imagery is more important than necessarily how the camera moves. Um, and I think that represents the, the work that he's done in the past. Uh, so that's that's it for me. I liked this. I didn't think it was bad, and I and I'm impressed more by it now. Um, Chris, what'd you think? This is like one of the first things that came to mind was like this is full modern animation, just unshackled, unleashed. Interesting. Like this is somebody taking an idea and then just without any restrictions whatsoever, just going. And it's just, it's crazy because, like, I, like, the only thing, I don't know, I don't know why, but, like, the thing that comes to mind to me when I think of this movie and just how it feels and how it's approached, it's not as, it's darker than this. I don't know why, but I'm thinking of Mad God. I said that, too. I actually said that to Peter. I said the exact same thing to him. Like, I haven't seen Mad God start to, fin start to finish. I've only seen, like, whatever you guys have shown me. But, like, whenever I think of this, I'm just thinking, like, it just kind of looks like Mad God a little bit. It's just, like, it's giving me that vibe. I remember people, there were a lot of people that I would talk to when I would talk about this movie when I was a kid. They would think it's the stop motion. They're like, oh, the new stop motion? I'm like, no. No, not Fantastic Mr. Fox, you pleb. 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 No, Pula said pleb. I believe it's pleb. Well, you believe it's pleb? He will believe. A man can be a child star. And... But yeah, it does. That's why when, so I, when I initially saw the first couple shots for Mad God when I was a fucking child. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it reminded me of this. And so then I was hooked ever since on... Th this sort of tone and vibe for animations or mm -hmm. live action, whatever it is. I've always loved that shit. And even made mm -hmm. bionicle versions of nine characters. I also think that... Like full circle, like... Wow. The Oogie Boogie reference from Nightmare is a pretty good one, too. Mm -hmm. Especially for eight. How big he is. Yeah, I would think this came out in, like, the year of... Just that murderer's row of... Animated movies like Pinterest and Mr. Fox, Coraline. High quality animated stuff, but uh, also low quality stuff. Um I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I saw like four or five Barbie movies in there. Um We're not doing them. Yeah, but yeah, you had a chance. Like you you you, you talked to Levi and Josh who pitched the idea and they were like backpedaling almost. Well yeah, I, once I explained how much research I did, I was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm like maybe one but not all of them oh no did you see that message Peter that like my friends uh, Levi and Josh want us to go through all 40 Barbie yeah. movies and then Cecily started to to talk about it for like 30 minutes and I was like sweetheart you have no idea we're not doing it we're not doing it <laughs> she's like but I could show you that I'm like you can you can show me do the, it with a butter cast. you can not show me the good ones and I will happily watch them with uh -huh. you because yeah. it would be fun yeah but where we can't We'd be dead. What is it, 80 fucking movies now? Like, what the like, fuck? I think it's 40. Where do we it stop? A, it was 43, and I would murder someone. Oh, my God. And then we ended with movie 43. Dude. How many, how many weeks are in a year for crying out loud? No, it'd be two-thirds of a year. It would be more, because we take two weeks. I get sick every fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> I get depressed every week that you're not sick. Ow. 
No, that's what I mean. It's like if you're not sick and you're perfectly healthy, somehow you're, I get you're depressed. Sad. Yeah, not you're, by that. No, you're sad that I'm happy. No. You, I just happen to get fucking, depressed by something else. You depressed leech. Get off me. Okay. So you feel like this is just like someone with an idea that's so specific with full yes. reign. Right. And I just I just I just appreciate it so much on that level. And so yeah, and I'm watching this and I'm just like just I'm kind of like vibing with the gothic horror. This is probably as like as intense as I would really like it to be. Um because like this isn't I wouldn't say this is a kid's movie. Like, no. People get got. Yeah, I also remember um, being the outlier with this one in my class. Oh, yeah. Talking about it, and they're like, I don't know, it's not that stop motion. Like, have you seen it? No. I really think it looks cool. But I do agree, I don't really think it's for kids. No, I don't think the hell for kids. kids. What? I think he just made it. No, that's probably sword. what confused people. Uh, he directly says it. Yeah, I'm trying to make a movie for adults. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I... But yeah, yeah, I really just... I really did enjoy watching this. Because, like, everything... is like... These little, like... Mechanical... Rag dolls... Are getting, like, their... Their pelt ripped. And they can feel it. And somehow... They grounded it so much that I was like, oh, no. Like, when uh, Seven gets, like, stabbed in the leg, I'm like, oh, I felt that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, these are ragdolls. What? And so, these are ragdolls run on watch batteries. Um, Run on souls. Or one soul. Split into nine pieces. Well, it's like Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, they still have to be powered somehow. Dope. By soul. I don't know if they have batteries. From what I gathered, it's just like gears and shit. No, I just filled that gap in my head. And magic. Yeah. And souls. Alchemy. Uh, Alch- yeah, the Alchemy. War of the Worlds Alchemy. No, this was like... Like, they kind of reminded me of, like, the War of the Worlds aliens with the, like, the... I agree, the walkers. Yeah, the walkers. They probably did that shit on purpose, man. Right, that's what I thought it was when I saw the trailer. I thought, oh, this is, like... This takes place in, like, the War of the Worlds. Well, War of, Worlds, War of the Worlds happens in the 1800s, so there's a steampunk element to it, and that's what we're looking for here, too, as well. I yeah, thought it was during World War II, or, like, like the World War II era. No? Okay, then I'm done. Since the book was written in the 1800s. Gotcha. Well, I guess they were obsessed with no, that. No, the most back famous then. version of it was around that time, and that was Orson Welles' radio show. Gotcha. Understood. <laughs> anyway. Um... Yeah, I. Yeah, it, it was crazy just how grounded it was. It was like I felt, I felt all of these emotions and these like these impacts, and just like and I was like I was, like, tense during all these action scenes. I was just like, oh my god, who's getting got? Um, contrast that with the new uh, Call of Duty, where there are no stakes, no character dies, and I am oh, no, like literally. It's so grounded and gritty, like you're you you watch like a freaking ter- like a terrorist group like freaking wipe out a stadium, and they take over a stadium and kill innocent people, and all the main characters just walk away unscathed, pretty much. Oh wow! Every scene, and then they put they're put in like intense danger, but then you rescue them anyway. And it's just like this has been going on for three 
fucking games. Okay. No stakes. Mm-hmm. So it was refreshing to see stakes. Well, I would say not only do people drop, but the main character is responsible for so much of it. Right. Oh None of this would have happened if he had just let it go. It's like Cyril <laughs> from Andor. Just let it go, man. Yeah. Two guys got shot. Dude, he fucks Think of the him. bigger picture. I You made a very good point. I don't know if you've seen the YouTube video, but you probably have. And that was that someone said that the monster loved its father so much that it understands its soul is in these dolls and it's trying to make it one soul again by collecting right. them all. It's and basically an animal. And that, even before mm. I, I watched that video, I always thought that it, it wanted him. It it had it from from the couple of scenes that we saw in this movie when people started to take him away. Yeah, it was aggressive before, but it it showed that it cared about him. It was attached to him in some way, and it didn't like the fact that he was being taken away from it. Hmm. And so I think it always wanted him back. I also think it was just he says it in, in the movie. It was created from his mind, and that was not the way to go. It was created from his intelligence, and it proves that emotions come from the brain. But they're settled in the heart, mm. which is does not have a heart. Hurt. And 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 when you look at the Facebook stuff, which the I robot, will. <laughs> the robot hurt people before it was taken away. Before there was any threat of being taken away, it just would hurt people. Just had no concept of. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does get angry in this, so it does have some form of emotion. But I also think it's more of. I. I always thought that it was about having control, and when it doesn't get when it doesn't get its way, and you know, it, the a robot brings a, the you know decapitated robot or the remnants of a robot that these dolls destroyed, it like gets like fucking we're, pissed. Like we're about to see the scene. It's angry. But like when, um, no, it was it was actually towards the end when uh, the doctor when he plays that uh, that hologram, but it was the. When the doctor created the thing, and then they just like forcibly took him away. Like the thing, like the, the the machine got mad, mm-hmm. started offing all the sick freaking. I always right thought it, it wanted him back. Yeah, and that makes total sense to me. He he basically discarded it after realizing that he just he royally fucked up. Yeah, like royally, he Oppenheimered that shit real hard, and it's kind of. And he chose oh, to create something. I'm sorry, else. I'll pause you for a second. The actor who plays the Doctor, mm-hmm. his name is Oppenheimer because he's actually the cousin of Oppenheimer. What the fuck? What the fuck? Very that lead. Sorry. <laughs> he's the what? He's Way the, to admit that one. He's the relation of what? Cousin. He's a cousin of. He's the cousin. He's fuck. He's. <laughs> wow. Not far removed if he has his last name. He's not even second cousin. We're talking first generation cousin. Like saw. Him, I, I don't know. Saw him on Thanksgiving. First or second. Not much further than that. Had he sleepovers as kids. Cousin, and he has the last name. That's all I know. Anyway, but like. I also just realized it's, it's, it's very, what the fuck? it's, it's, this is also very like second, I, I was saying the whole time, it's like, it's like second renaissance from the Animatrix. I don't know if you've seen I that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so it's basically, when we went through the Matrix, 
um, Zach had us go through uh, Animatrix, and it was all this was a series of shorts that kind of fleshed out the world around Never the Matrix. Oh, that's crazy! Oh. To me. They're so good. They're so good. Yes, I know what you're talking about, but I haven't great. seen them. So there was one that explained how the machines and the humans um, fought, like how that war came about. To and, cause the Matrix? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what happened was, well, all the conventional shit wasn't working. Racism, nukes, you know, the things <laughs> you would normally use. Um, if you, when you were confronted with the Those problem, are only options. When you're confronted with something that you can't comprehend. Um, and so, especially, uh, robots who are wearing, uh, human underwear, um, people have their kinks. So, like, it, it, is it a humanoid robot? It tries. Seriously, watch them. They're great. Watch them. But, like, they, uh, so you remember the Matrix of, like, the, the sky is, like, always cloudy? Mm-hmm. They deliberately did that. They say that they say that in the first Matrix movie, but you see it. You see it happen. They, they deliberately, they, because they were based off solar energy, the robots, we blocked the sun to try and stop them. It didn't fucking work. And that's why they made humans into batteries. Because they adapted. Yeah. So, seeing this dark they sky... Went from, oh, solar doesn't work. Let's use human. Vitamin D. Anyway, um... We were, kind of a, <laughs> we were kind of a problem. Let's just take it out of the people instead. That's hilarious. Um, I don't think robots run on vitamin D. I don't no, think no, you don't, but that's the point. Okay, so robots... No, I get it. I understand that. Don't have souls. Don't give a shit if they grind humanity into batteries, especially if they're already pissing them off. That's what I find really interesting about this movie. The person who made it, the doctor, mm-hmm. thought that having a robot... With extreme intelligence. His intelligence is all that it was needed. No, it needed a soul. And the thing that he understood that was different between the humanity and robots was that there was him and there was the Chancellor. They do prove that humanity is capable of both evil and good. It's the spirit of the person. What they've gone through, what they believe in, all their lives. You can't fix that problem. You just hope that the right person makes it. A robot... They are going to make the logical, correct decision based off the intelligence. This movie is pro-tinkering. This movie is pro, like, engineer your way out of your problems. Fix yourself. Stitch yourself up. Well, like, be smart about how you work with things. Mm-hmm. Very robots and, and bionicle in that regard. The movie ends with humanity and technology together through these ragdolls. That's why I'm interested in what the raindrops with the souls in have meant. I always thought it was bacteria forming and life was starting again. They're green souls when they are spirits. They're green when they go in the sky and they're green when they're raindrops. Well, yeah. I, I, I think it was the souls. And I'm like, what? The what? souls triggered the sky to go. And then I think I think his the remnants of his soul kick-started life. And if that's the case, in the sequel, would you want the old... Everyone has to be going green. In the in the sequel, do you want any remnants of those old spirits to come back? Crispin Glover, John C. Riley, uh, uh, Crispin Glover, <laughs> or, or would you want the Doctor to come back? Because it seems like based off the twenty seventeen thing that the Doctor is looking for nine again. I can't tell though. 
I, and, the, and it all boils down to the question of what would you guys want from a sequel with those green I don't. To me, I'm wondering if there's like a, a half mechanical, half plant life thing that was going to, like, maybe these green drops were going to bring life to more mechanical things that they built. I, like, don't, I don't know what I would want from a sequel. Because I'm pretty, I don't know why, but I'm pretty content with what I got here. Like, like I'm too there, happy. There would have to be another another reason to have this story. Does something bad happen? Or yeah. Is it, or is he, it just... he had one in his head. He has a sequel in his head when he made this movie. Wow. That's fucking odd. Does anyone pick his brain about that? They just ask him, what's it like? They gotta find him. I'm assuming you didn't want to say it so that no one would take it. Dude, he's off the radar. He's gone. I'm a trusted source. You can tell me. Like only, he's the only gone. talking guys off air. You have to find him. Oh. Would it help if we named him Peter? Yeah. Okay. If, if, the, if you think this is complete, what do you think happens to those characters then? The world is dead, and they're the only four left. Hmm. I always wondered that. Well, that was crazy. No, I. Hmm. I think they show age eventually because one looks yeah. old, and two was just wearing down. But if they have the ability to fix themselves, mm-hmm. I don't know what part of their. Soul is associated to their body, or if it's just inhabiting that vessel, and it doesn't matter what body they go in, and it doesn't matter how many pieces they remove, they can always just fix themselves. So I, I always thought that they could theoretically live forever. Do you think that they could procreate through alchemy? Zip. You would be okay. So logically speaking, that. The scientist <laughs> separated. You're really his, making me think about this. Separated his. Oh, I've, dude, I've thought about this shit. <laughs> he separated his soul into nine pieces, and that's all his body could take. So when you separate, when you when you split a fraction of a soul, are you are you then splitting? Are you going to notice any changes? Is it going to be the equivalent of like like reverse puberty? No, you know, like, they, they can walk and talk, and they have emotion, and they even have feeling through their well, fabric, let me ask you this. and they can understand What do you things? think happens when a person gives birth to another person, and you look like your dad, and you sound like your dad? You're fractioning your soul then. How many babies can you have? But in this case, that soul has... Oh, my that's, God. That soul <laughs> has weight to real? it, and it takes... <laughs> of a human being, with this caliber of a homunculus, you can make nine. Yes, but I... Uh, do you... So do you think, I, I don't think the souls moves, the souls come from somewhere else. That's what I've always believed. In this movie, it sounds like the souls come from somewhere. So if they can get souls from somewhere and put them into things, sure that could work. But if they're only working with the amount of one soul that was given to them, then I don't know how many they could make. Let me ask you this: When he do each one of those ragdolls have their own individual soul now? I don't know. Why not? Because, well, I always thought that it is split between one man 
and I just don't know how many times you can split one soul up. I, I, but until it's, it's just doesn't work because it nine, killed him. But nine is his own individual person now. His own experiences dictate who he is as an individual. And I guess by the end of the movie, it was still only a fraction of one soul that kickstarted life to start back up again. Again, what? How so it many, could work. How many people? How many babies can you give? How many jars can you jizz into and give life to the world as sperm? Okay. Like to your soul extraction. How many parts of who you are? It's a fair point. Anything? I That's guess they, what I'm saying. If they know how. Okay, they still have the device. They didn't break it. They still have it. They do not break it. They know how it, not they, to blow up. They know how it works. They even they know the exact room that the do, the scientists the made them. In. Right fucking there. It's all there. It's all there. They could make more. They have the catalogers, the cataloger twins, which I think they're like medieval scientists. One of the most important keys to just document anything. Yeah. This is the like one of the last two of the last four people, and they fucking document everything. How convenient is that? I mean, as awesome as it would be to have six, like, go, uh, drawings, uh, uh, I'm a tortured... better. Film is better. I'm a tortured artist, like... I love Crispin Glover, too, but you gotta go. Yeah. I'd, ra- I'd rather have these catalog twins that can document literally everything so the next life that starts here can see what happened and learn from the mistakes of the old world. And again, none of these... None of this conversation we're having right now affects the movie for me. It no, doesn't. It doesn't. No. no, the experience. I've is always still thought this movie anger. ended perfectly. Yeah. It's not, I mean, and I would it love feels complete, yeah. but I just I'm. I don't know what I would want, and when I do think of it, what like the, what would the conflict be? In the uh, second one. Maybe they make a homunculus and it turns bad, and this time it has emotion on its side, and it's not just an angry robot. Maybe there's other different robots in different parts of the world. Because this is in Paris. They're in Notre Dame. They're in Notre Dame. Yep. That church. And it did wipe out the whole world, or was it just one Who side knows? of the world? Who knows? And that's the interesting thing that he talks about, the perspective of these guys. They're, they are, their perspective is tiny in a world that they know has failed in terms of war, but like... Who knows if the other side of the earth is still going through war? Who yeah, knows if there's we, people somewhere else? We saw like one country. But my guess is that it would probably stay in the same city. Who, he couldn't know. go far unless they made a plane or some but shit. I, my assumption would be... Watch the signal where they go to uh, this street now. I think there's something in the rain that gives life to other things. Yeah. That would be my guess. Yeah, and those things, some of those things are bad. Some of those things are robots. Maybe AI is the thing. Maybe the robots. Oh, you think it's a rapid thing? It's souls. Because I always thought it was, since it was just bacteria, life would start slowly. <laughs> Chris seems like this is insane talk for this point. I, I know it's late. I know it's late. And it's late. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. I'll, I have a lot of ammo here. I've, I've like, stewed about this shit for a long, long time, but I can actually, like... Talk it's about like, it with someone who's not like, is it a stub? We went from like, can they procreate? We went back to the rain. We we just went all over the place. and like. So you think that the rain, it is bacteria. Because I thought it was bacteria. And that I think life, it's souls. And that life would start slowly. But you think it's like a rapid thing. I thought it was I, like I an think exponential the, growth. I think the alchemy of what happened... I think what the alchemy did is it took the soul of a person and turned it into a form of energy that was displaced inside these dolls. It could be taken out of the dolls if need be. It's just this magical, like, 
vapor now that because of like magic they've taken a soul and they've made it like a green thing that you can see and put in stuff and when they're done the souls themselves all like form this thing goes up into the air because i don't know that's how the alchemy works maybe that's a spell that they're creating in and of themselves but when they go and it starts to rain in my it, when i see that what i'm seeing is the souls being in every drop that's now going to give life to a place that has no life anymore. No humans, no AI, yeah. just these ragdolls, no plants. It's just like, it, it's like the end of Doom. Like, it rains. There's nothing oh, shit, there. I, can't say I that. thought that I can't it was, say that uh, so, I thought it was the bacteria that you see in, like, disinfectant commercials. But it does glow green, that's a fair point. I think that it's, the, the, because I did think that the bacteria came from the souls and that just kick-started life again. Yeah, I just don't. It doesn't seem like they made any transfer from souls to bacteria. It's just now they're even more spread out through drops, and like anything could come, it come to life now because of this. The souls of this old man, uh, and the souls of the things that became of that soul are now about to give it's life to crazy, a lot of things. It's so it's a, a hydra. Theory. It's a theory. Like you cut off one head, and you get two more. So exactly, you're not necessarily. For him, he has a physical body, so it mm -hmm. just gave out after a while. But for them, yeah, like uh, like who's to say that fork? And they're smaller. Made, like just a kid takes a fork, puts some stuff on it, all of a sudden that green shit's on it. Forky. It has a face. It's I'm forky. alive now. Who knows? But Is like, this a Toy Story prequel? A Toy Story prequel. <laughs> uh, I, I think, but I do think that even in terms of procreating, they do have everything they need. They could just make more ragdolls. Toy Story tied with alchemy confirmed. They could find the bodies of the ragdolls they uh, that were there before, and they can use them to make new versions. And each and every one of those four different dolls can stand in front of that thing and have a bit of their soul taken away, and they can get as many as they need out of those four people and start from there. But I feel like the green. I feel like the raindrops have life in them. And oh, absolutely! Goes, but like life in a magical way that's going to give like they do glow green. Yeah, yeah. I, that but that's the only that's so, the only way I can think for it. It doesn't give you a lot no. in terms to go for. It's not an easy guess. Of it's just the hopeful next. ending of life starts again. Whatever that life is is up to the viewer, but. Yeah. That really bugs the shit out of me, man. That he's got a sequel in his dome and he's not even. Damn, dude. He's nowhere to be found. Which means that he's paranoid enough to know that there is potential to make a sequel, and that's why he doesn't want to tell anybody, because he doesn't want it to get stolen. It could also be that he made it in his own by a company, and that company either fell apart or doesn't want him to get the script out there. It's because they own it. People can take... You can write something, sell it to a company, and then they can decide... Whatever they want to do with it, and shelve that yeah, idea is one of them. Absolutely. I fucking hate that. That's why you gotta have a bunch of ideas. You gotta be not afraid to write. You just gotta keep going in Hollywood and be prepared for the fact that like fifty million of your ideas aren't gonna make it before the first one does. It's like dating. It is. You gotta be not afraid to do it and do it a lot to be able to understand that it's not that hard to do. Word. It's the worst. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Um. I. I think what really surprised me this time was I think the action scenes are pretty executed, are executed pretty well. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I was clearly like I said I was like, like, white knuckling, when it, when those are happening. It's just like it's, it's it's so well done how well they ground this universe and that you could feel every little like scratch and. Dude, the sound design is fucking awesome. Right. I think this is one of the... They get it right. Yeah. And this is one of the... I think this is one of the first movies where I started to really notice that, and that's why I love it so much now. 
I think the two... Adia for me is going to be the right one for you, dude. The two most important scenes in this movie, I think, are when Nine fucks up and two dies early on, and then when they think they've won, and they're all celebrating, and then five dies. I think both those moments are executed pretty well. I think the best... That one resonates with me, with just the over the rainbow... Five Five's death, I think, is probably the most cinematic that the movie gets outside of the action. It's the one scene that's like, I'm gonna, we're gonna use this old fashioned song. We're gonna undercut the moment. It's gonna come out of the smoke. Slow mo. Die. Muffled music. Yeah. All of it. Man. And all of that six dies in that moment too. They he's screaming, "Don't kill the robot! You'll you'll ruin everyone!" And it's like, oh my gosh, it's a pretty good. Shift. I'd forgotten it had happened, and I'm like, wait, how long? This is a half an hour left here. This is <laughs> fucking bullshit. Is <laughs> What's right. going on? See, I, I was saying that the whole time. But I love the. I was also teasing you a little bit, but I you also were. think once, once, little. once he comes out of the smoke, it's so good. So good. Oh, yeah. The robot just popping out of there, it's so great. It's fucking terrifying. I'm a fan of that moment. I think it's my favorite moments in the entire film. Okay, then. So the, the camera moves pretty well with the action. I like I like the fact that the camera doesn't move for this, and I kind of think it was a choice. Because if... I don't know. I, I, I like the vibe because they're so small, the camera. I try and think of the camera physically there. What would the camera actually be able to do trying to film these tiny little things? And we've seen what it can do when Jake does it. But I don't know. I just, uh, I like the fact that I feel like the camera is just as big as them and it's sitting there with them. Like, as wide of a lens as you could possibly get because they're that fucking small. You gotta get super close to it. I don't know. But it, even when it does move, it's like moving a couple inches at a time because they're just so small. So when you see the background, it just is like, Barely moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wish the camera was having a little bit more fun. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't mean... Yeah, I had to like close my eyes a few times and being like, okay, I really wish this camera was moving, so I'm just going to picture in my mind. Okay, now... Even, I don't think a camera needs to move from time to time. It just... This movie... This movie specifically kind of like calls for it. It does, interesting. It'd be it more does interesting feel like a storyboard. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a storyboard. A fair point. Anyway... Do we feel good about grading? Do we, do we get it all out? <laughs> sorry, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I'm sorry, uh, guys. It's two in the morning. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure, I can grade. I'm going to go with B+. Plus. I'm going to go with B+. Plus. Like... Music's good. Oh, characters are great. Like it's very well performed. Again, wish the camera would have done more. And um, yeah, I just, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's just, yeah, B plus. This thing, this film. Besides that, I can't find anything else to plot. It it birthed something in me when I was a kid. And it, okay. And it seriously, man. Like I. I seek after movies like this and stories like this where it has a well thought out universe. I mean, hell, I just told you about a Scavenger's Reign. It's a whole fucking alien world where everything's thought out in a meticulous way and everything has a reason and everything is 
different but the same at the same time. Like yeah. I love shit like this and I always have and I I just I love movies like this where like you said, it's just so different and so unique than what with within the almost no confines of a studio, it just it just is. It didn't right. have someone going, Oh, I don't think you should do that. You guys should make it more check kid friendly. Can we get can we make toys out of these guys? Can we, can we get some toys? Oh god. I mean that's what this movie is all about, right? It's just making toys. Then Tim Burton comes in and just There's like barely any fucking toys for this shit. It was oh, not right made now. for that. I mean Tim Burton fucked up an entire toy line with Batman Returns, so he knows what that's like. Oops. I think I think that there's an element to this movie that's Killer a little creativity. bit as a little bit out there that can only come through vibes, which is like, why did the doctor make him look like this? And the answer is simply the tools that he had at his disposal. And but you can see time, later on, like one and two has a significantly different um, yeah, they look, structure yeah. just in the hands. They're just they're sloppily put together, and then by the time he got to nine, well, even five was pretty. Their hands started to look the same, but... Yeah, the first thing the two says to Nine is, like, you are so much more well-designed. Your yeah, hands yeah. are better, your metal fingers are better, This you're just better. Um, so, yeah, I... But the design for the characters makes sense. Like, number one, he's so guarded as a person that he has buckles and straps just keeping everything tight to his body. Like, he, he has a, technically a little button, another button... Then he has two straps wrapped around that seam line. It's sewn shut. And then those straps also have buttons. He's so guarded as a person. It just manifests in him physically. Yeah, I, um, I'm going to go with a B for now. Okay. Um, I'm not sure why I'm not going A. There's something about this Same. that doesn't make me directly want to watch it again. But even as we were Damn. watching it again, I was like, I really enjoy this. And I think it's just an aesthetic choice for me. But there is, I, I don't know, there's a very sort of like, I don't know if it's the performances. I don't really think it is altogether. But there's a sort of like sparseness to the dialogue that just, it feels a little wooden. I don't know. But there's something there's something in here that's lacking, and I'm not sure what it is. And I think the very fact that it's only an hour and twenty minutes might have something to do I think with that's it. That's why I would like to see more of this. Not necessarily of the war, but I'd like to see maybe a little bit more time. Okay, I think this is my biggest problem with the movie. It has no levity at all. This scene right here with yep. them, it's the only funny-ish scene in the movie. I don't need a Ryan Reynolds. I don't need a, an Eddie Murphy running around. You don't need a, a, a Dwayne Johnson. I need some sort of levity. Though. Kevin Hart would be to scale. Like, it's very funny that these <laughs> things are made of humanity's so soul, like. and they're different than robots, and while they do have individual personalities, they don't... None of them have fun. Even the ones that do have fun are the young ones, and they don't talk. Yeah. Like, Crispin Glover's insane, and he's kind of nice, right. but he's not funny. Like, none of these people are funny. And even Jennifer Conley, being as cool as she is as a performance, doesn't really stand out. So there's there's a lot of charm, I think, that this movie could have needed to oh, like yeah. stick with you. I understand that the point of it, it's not that. It's a kind of a dour movie about this, the hellscape that is humanity when 
the hellscape that is the world after humanity robots just can't figure it out and these are the last bit remains like they can't procreate and unless they make more they may not even have the soul to do it so they're the last four ragdolls on earth and they're going to stay there and that's it they're the last thing on earth they're never going to make more ai's dead that's the death of earth so there is a darkness a bit of nihilism to this that's basically um, what's the last thing that the old that one says before he dies is like here we are cleaning up their messes Mm -hmm. So there is some aspect to this. It's like we're already in the wake of the death of things. And we're just trying to find some semblance of happiness and contentment in there. And I don't know if over the rainbow song moment is enough for me. I would have liked a little bit more. Um, you know what? The, the happiest person in the entire movie is the happiest to be alive too. And he's immediately gone and then immediately murdered by mm -hmm. his friends. So there's, I wish there was a little bit more levity to this movie, and I wish there was more to this movie I've that always would spread it out more. a little right. bit more. Always. Like, I wish there was a moment where Connolly bitches at number one a little bit more, knew their past a little bit. I wish we could have seen the others be released or understood their story a little bit more. Because how long have they even been alive? Exactly. A while. That's that scientist has been long fucking dead. That guy's mummified. In the like to the, room. like, but they've been around for years. One and two have been around for years. They oh, say yeah. that, um, and the dates are wrong in the Facebook. But look, he's talking about the moment he's releasing them. The the robot has already gotten out, but like the chancellor still has to die. Like the rest of humanity has to get gassed. A lot of shit has to happen, and there there's already a couple of them out by then. Why he's just has them out surviving without any regard of what's happened to humanity maybe his idea is clean slate but i don't know um they have not even had the energy to do that he's killing himself making these things well, that's all the energy he has is the energy he can give uh i i don't want to say b minus because that's not how i feel it is certainly above average and it's mm. not it's incredibly competent and the performances are really good but I feel like there are elements to this missing that would make it more memorable and lasting as an impact. I don't I don't know if I would return to this every year. I feel like if someone was like, hey, do you want to watch Nine in two years from now? And I was like, okay, and we watched it. I'd be like, yeah, that movie's good. But that would that would be it. And I'm not sure. I just, movies has a lot of style and atmosphere, but I think it's missing a little bit of personality. Hmm. And I'm not sure what that is. I really don't. So I don't know what to give it. And I, if I can't answer that, that makes me feel a little bit worse about that. But there is, there's some humor in this it could need. There's a little bit more movement of the camera, a little bit more life to it could use. So far, it feels a little bit, for as much as it's talking about breathing life into and, and, and inanimate objects, it feels a little robotic. Just as a, as a moving thing, as a thing that moves visually as an experience i'm not sure but like i much like I, I could understand if i hadn't watched this i would have been like oh yeah nine that's like a c minus right that's like like some adventures happen they're kind of wandering around they're looking for like a thingy a MacGuffin. like right that's like a c minus no i i don't know if this is a b plus for me but it's certainly a b maybe i'll change my mind the next time i watch it but for now i'm going to say b so b b plus and you there I always wish that there was more to it, and growing up with it, I understand the tone, and it, it always made sense to me with the lack of comedy or just the 
the lack of them just talking with each other. Like, they don't have fucking time for that. Nine came into this world and immediately is almost killed. Like, yeah. there's something about to kill him. He doesn't have time to be like, what's your name? Like, he's already he's already got one fucking life on his hands. He's got blood on his hands already. He was just born. I, I don't think they have they have the time nor the choice to have those sort of interactions, at least right now. Maybe that's what the second movie is about. Mm. Starting again, they make a community of mini homunculi and I don't know what. Um, but I always wish that there was more. An hour and 20 minutes was not enough when, when I would go on trips. So I would have to watch it again or I would watch that with um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. So these... This movie and Fox have always been like a comfort movie for me, so it's... Man, it's really, really difficult. I... I... I don't feel comfortable giving it an A, but I think it's more than a B plus. but there, there is something here that I just... A, a, a minus feels good? An A minus probably feels good. There's just... There's one or two things in here that I just think it needed... It needed more of. And that... It, it's hard to tell, but I'm happy with the ending, and I'm really happy about that Facebook page. I'm going to get the fuck into that. Mm. That shit is exciting. Very. Really exciting. Yeah, man, it's a long read, but it was good. Super excited about that. Someone pumped it all out. And That's what I did today. I was reading the whole thing today. Wow. It's awesome. Nine. In the books. Well done. This review lasted... The length We're of the officially movie. done with Bionicle, guys. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Hey, there might be another movie on I don't think realize. there's a bad movie real that says this close to Bionicle. No, but I just mean in general. No, I mean, but in a row. I mean, in a row, we're done. Barbie and the Return to Matanui. Um, hey, I'll put Moana on here. It has Matanui in it. It's the same island. It's the same Matanui island. All right, wheel. Hard ticket to Hawaii would count. Wheel. Hard ticket to Hawaii would count. Wheel. How? Wheel. Because it said wheel. Hawaii. Wheel. 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 That's not wheel. close enough. Wheel. 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 The bad movie wheel. It's the bad movie wheel, guys. It demands tribute. <clears throat> For all your sports mishaps, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues, he says. I do say. I do dare say. All right, so far. You have not suggested this one in a while. Well, this is. Not since. Not since. Uh... Yeah. No, I've, I've wanted to mention it a few other times, but I was distracted by something else. But this is, there's no better time than right now. Peter? Um, tis the season. I'm going to say Thanks Killing 2008. Thanks. Thanks Killing. You know, that's killing. Thanksgiving is coming out. I'm actually looking forward to that a lot. What? Have you seen it? Killing? Oh, I thought you meant the actual holiday. I thought you were being smart with me. I'm like... Okay, so do you you know Death Proof, right? I know. No, no, Grindhouse and Death Proof. Yeah, you know that, right. Yeah. So in the middle of those movies, if you sat down and watched the entire three-hour experience, they had fake trailers, 
and they've actually made movies out of some of yeah, those Yeah, you told me about those. Thanksgiving is coming out, and it is the movie of that trailer, but it actually looks like a genuinely great horror movie. It's got Patrick Dempsey. Um, a woman gets burned in an oven. Like, it looks good. Oh. Like, she fucking burns, dude. Oh. Yeah, it looks genuinely good. Eli Roth is back as a horror maker. He's the guy who made Knock Knock. Um, all right. He's made good horror movies. Okay. I'm Fuck. I'm gonna go with an oldie but a goodie. You're gonna have to explain that shit. Especially if we get it next. I'm gonna go with an oldie but a goodie. Uh Battle Star Wars. Okay. Is it feel more like Star Wars? No. It feels like a sci-fi channel. You think it's you a sci-fi channel ripoff. You think you want something other than the book you just no, 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 no. I've got something on there like that from the 80s that is a genuine Star Wars ripoff from the 80s. Anyway. 70s, actually. Wow, like... Wow, right away they just... It's called Star Crash. I can't wait. I'm ready, man. Tell me to take my pants off. Okay, I'll so do what it for we, you. Okay, so we've got our we've got our three, then. Alex, tell him to take his pants off. Take your pants off, Peter. Oh, with pleasure. Why didn't you tell me? I don't know. It seemed more like a roommate line. Okay. Mine aren't checkered. Three. Hold on. Usually when I hear that, it's a stranger. Oh, my God. Three, two, one. It always reminds me of Rugrats. Boop, 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 boop. Far City Blues. Hell yeah, that's two in a row. Hell yeah, who's the dirty old hoe? It's me, spreading that butter or cheese. Getting my picks on the week by week display. Hey, get that gay boy out on the field. It's me, wanna lick your penis. I think it'd be nice to ride on a bike without a seat. I'm gonna put my pants back on, okay? On the bad movie wheel, so as it stands and we sit right now. Gay secret character. Z-O-O-M. Zoom. That's right. Steel. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> right. A superhero movie. A DC superhero movie. Daredevil, 2003. A Marvel superhero movie. Steel's worse. John Carter. Oh my god, that should have been on the Curiosity, but I'm glad it's here. What? John Carter from Mars was not great. Did I put that on the bad wheel? I thought I... I put it on the bad wheel. Weird. Yeah. Oh no, I remember this conversation. I was going to put it on the Curiosity, but you no, already you had No, you did it. put it on the bad wheel. Did I? Because I, either you or I did. Oh my god, yeah, I watched it. And I was like, this did not, because it wasn't a curiosity anymore. No, it's not a good movie. But it has merit to it. It has merit to it. North. Hell yeah. Velocipaster. Oh boy. Specifically picked to trigger me. Hard ticket to Hawaii. Mm, Matanui. It's not the same. Matanui. Not the same culture. Matanui. Mac and me. Oh boy. Mac and me. Knock knock. Makes sense with the new Eli Roth movie coming out. Dungeons and Dragons. You have to explain yourself. Oh, I won't. Dungeons and Dragons, oh, 2000. Yeah, I know. 
Dungeons and Dragons 2000. I, I've told myself I would not watch the new one that came out again until I watch this one again. Dude, where's my car? Like it's the red one? Like yeah, movie, so it's right I, like like I think the small people took it too. You guys yeah. might like it. Jack and Jill. Fuck. If we end up liking that, <laughs> they movie, fuck? That crazy. No, they're brother and sister. No, they're the same guy. That that, that hasn't stopped actor, anybody. This character was there, brother and sister. Star Crash. My Star Wars ripoff. I don't have one. Tom Cruise's The Mummy. <laughs> dude, I'm gonna that that is going to make me very very mad. I saw that in theaters, dude. <laughs> I will freak out during Varsity Blues, but only because I kind of grew up with it and I'm nostalgic and I know how bad it is. But I can't wait to tear that movie apart. But this will genuinely piss me off. <laughs> they wanted to make a whole franchise of all the, the different monsters. That is not and the shit, problem. Cruise is I know so it's not the problem. Cruise is so good at picking filmmakers. He picked one of the worst writers in Hollywood who has never directed a movie ever to make it. It's it, it has boggled my mind. What happened? I don't Scient- know. Scientology? Did he I don't know. make a deal? Maybe I got Had I, to be. We would have to look it up and that it man, that man's me dirt. To no end. Man's got so dirt. Mad. And finally, the love guru. I'd have to. I would have to watch the Mike Myers television show that nobody wanted to watch. The Pantene or whatever. The pen. The pen. The pen. Whatever. Okay. This is a dangerous freaking wheel, guys. It is actually. It's the, that's that's a that's a dangerous wheel. I'm gonna take my pants off not because you asked. Thanks. I was just doing it because I asked before and it's a requirement. Thanks, bitch. You're welcome. Three, two. One. Ugh. I wonder how that sounds on your phone. I do too. It's super loud. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry guys. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Oh no. Ladies and gentlemen, the next movie we'll be reviewing on the Meister Movie Podcast Star Crash. Yes! 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 Calm down. Yes! We have people living above us. I know, but yes. Dude, they're up now. Are you kidding me? They're just coming home. Guys. I want you to see how That's different. I want you to see how close it was to being Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Oh, thank fucking It was dangerous. God almighty. You dodged a bullet. Dude, it would have worked. I okay, Mummy would have fit the season cuz it is kind of a fall Halloweenish movie, but dude, you're not done with Star Wars space epics yet. Yeah. Okay, everybody, the Mushroom podcast. Oh, they're not doing that. Wow. Star Crash. Here you go, Chris. You get to see a full ripoff of Star Wars from the era of Star Wars. This isn't, this isn't like Spaceballs, where Spaceballs was parody. No, this is just a ripoff. They just ripped it off. This is Argo. This is if, it, if they followed through. If they had made Argo. <laughs> yes. This is, yes. okay. Dude, Chris, get excited to make fun of something bad. This is bad. <laughs> This is bad. Yes, dude. I'm excited now. Yes. Life is worth living.
I watch that, that shit tonight. <laughs> oh my god. What's the year? Uh, I don't know. But just try just Star m- Crash just, and then yeah. start 19 and then see what comes up. There you go. This is Star Crash. 1978. Full, let's see if the full movie's on. The here. year after. The year of the holiday special. Dude. When it's the first one came out seventy seven, right? Yeah. So this came out the year after. This is a full fledged rip off, dude. It's free on YouTube. So while this was being made, Iranian prisoners were being free. It's probably on Tubi. It's probably on Crackle. All that shit. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Star Crash. Oh my god. Let's get you to sleep and watch this trailer and get you home, baby boy. Okay. So next time, Star Crash. Thanks, Bad Movie Wheel. It's Star Crash. Oh, it's on here. Wait together. Oh, we we were on separate pages. Yeah. We were we weren't even in the same day. I was library. doing Never Ending Story. I was doing um, probably whatever that whatever that, da- whatever that David Bowie song was. I forget. Let's dance. Oh, that's the one. Let's dance. Let's watch the trailer. All right, guys. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Release the next movie. Yes, release the sequel to nine.